Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture. Hi, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. Today, I've got one of our amazing Clever Bunch members, Sue Kennedy, who is also the founder of Oster Academy, joining us. And the topic that we're discussing is why and how writing your own book can be both beneficial for your business, but also very therapeutic. And Sue shares with you the whole process of writing a book from start to finish, also how you can overcome writer's block and how to get started. So let's jump straight in. I am here today with Sue Kennedy, who is the founder of Author Academy. Welcome, Sue. Well, thank you, Francesca. Um, I'm so pleased to be here. It's really great to have you here. And Sue is one of our Clever Bunch members. And the reason why I'm really excited about this chat today and to share it with our audience is because over the last, I would say, even just a few weeks, we've had quite a few people reach out and even friends and, and members of our community business owners asking about how do I go about writing a book? Should I write a book? And then if I should, how, where do I even start? It's quite an undertaking. So Sue is an expert on this topic and I'm excited to hear your thoughts on this. So maybe let's start at the beginning. Do you think everybody should write a book or who should write a book? Everyone has a book inside of them. Even if they don't think they do, they do have a book. And there is a story inside all of us, whether that be a personal story. Uh, it could be a nonfiction. So it could be a business book. So there's, you know, there's all kinds of different reasons why people, I believe, should write a book. Yeah, that's interesting because, um, and you are the expert here. I've definitely had moments throughout running, especially basic bananas, but also being in, in this industry for a long time where I, where I was approached with that question. I thought, well, no, I don't think everybody should write a book or maybe the, maybe the answer is more, and you're maybe a little bit, you know, more forgiving about this. Maybe the answer is more that, yeah, okay, maybe everybody can write a book, but maybe not every book needs to be published to alert uh, needs to be published. It might just be a book that you keep. Definitely, definitely. Because there are some people, like for instance, I've had people that have gone through domestic violence and they wrote the book because they needed to for for the purposes of healing but they were too frightened to then share that with anyone and that's fine and that this is just an example it can be you know any topic but it's yeah it was important for them to write it but not necessarily publish it so but you know it helped them to go through the process it actually was a very therapeutic thing to do for them so imagine there, yeah, is, imagine. there is that side of it yeah. Now, so let's say, you know, one of my dear friends, actually, Andrea, just asked me last week about this and, you know, should I write a book and how should I do this without sounding too narcissistic? Is it narcissistic? Narcissistic. What's the word again? Narcissistic. Narcissistic. Yeah. Narcissistic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> narcissistic. Had it right. um, <laughs> and 
And so the question is where, you know, so where do we start, first of all? And if it is a book about your own story, maybe to answer that second question also, how can we make it not too narcissistic? Mm. So, okay, I think the first thing you need to work out is what what is your book about? So what what is the end goal that you want to achieve with the book? I think that's the, probably the first question you should ask yourself. What is the purpose of the book? Is it just for my own personal use? Is it to help someone else? Is it to create even maybe a workbook that you can use to, you know, showcase your business? You know, you can run workshops and have a, a workbook that allows you to have a workbook that goes with the workshop. So there's different, yeah, different reasons why people write a book, but I think that is the, the starting point is what is your end goal with the book and go that's then we go from there. Yeah, and that could be also to establish your authority. Yes. But, and as you say, it can also just be to to give advice if somebody has a, a, a topic where, that they're really good at, that they've got a lot of experience in. Great. So so once that's established, the purpose, what's next? Um, okay, so just just step back just a little tiny bit is the um, that a book for like business owners because predominantly your audience is business owners, it's your business card. Like, you know, it is actually your business card. People and and the credibility that comes with that because as soon as you've written a book, people look at you in a different light, you and your business. So, um, yeah, I think that's probably important to, to remember. So the next step after that is to then work out, once you know what your goal is and what your book is going to be about, we then work out the outline of the book. So working out pretty much what the chapters are of each of your books. And then once you get those figured out, you then work out what the subtopics are within each chapter. And the chapters don't have to be in order either. Like it's, I mean, they do in the end, but to start with, you can just bullet point you know just jot down ideas and then you can move them around I mean that's the you know like it with my in my coaching that's what I do we we brainstorm that and then we work out well does that have to be chapter one or should it be chapter three or whatever it is but pretty much that's what the next steps are yeah yeah and that that's the approach that I've taken with with the books that we've written when it comes to doing that outline and and moving things around do you have a a framework or a way to go about it with with some of my books that that we've got especially I remember with perception and I believe the courage map I used a bit of a post-it note sort of approach where I had all these topics and ideas on post-it notes and then I would pin them on the wall under different categories and then I would go back you know the next day like no actually this needs to go over here and I guess with post-it notes it was quite easy it was obviously very manual I'm sure there's software to do this too yeah, you could do mind maps. So there's free mind mapping software out there as well. You could do it that way, similar thing, but it's, uh, you know, online. So uh, definitely, yes, um, either post-it notes or that, or even just typing it up in a Word document because you can always copy and paste and, you know, cut and paste and move it around. So it's, you know, working, you know, working with what you feel comfortable with and, and happy with. And when do you know that this outline is, or how do you know that this outline is 
is pretty good. So once the authors actually start to write their books, uh, an important thing is that each chapter flows into the next chapter because if it ends and then the next chapter starts and people are like, hang on a minute, that doesn't make sense with what I just finished reading. So they need to flow. So once everything's written, you then get a feel for, you know, this bit doesn't actually belong here. It actually, yeah, I think this chapter actually could move somewhere else or or the contents within the chapter could belong in a completely, completely new chapter or other chapter that you've already written. So you do, you know, that. I mean, that kind of sort of comes once you get into the process of writing. It's not something that you sort of figure out up front if that makes sense yeah that makes sense and then to actually quickly to backtrack to the question about uh, if somebody is writing their own autobiography how to not make it sound narcissistic okay so depending I suppose what the story is about but you need to you need to make it not all about you, although if it's a, if it's your story, but you generally when it's a person's story, they're including other characters or you know other members of their family or friends or their you know whatever it's about their little sort of inner sanctum. Um, I think the you know you need to make sure that it's not all about you and it's not all you know it's it. So that it all, I'm not making much sense, I don't think, but so that it all sort of blends and is not all about you and making it, you know, like you telling um, their story, It's their story's got to come into it as well. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And I guess it's also a little bit of the tone of voice and then and then if it's telling our own story obviously we all have failures so no so definitely you know staying humble I guess and yes and, and sharing the the failures as much as the successes I think that's probably one of the the points there too exactly and you've got to feel comfortable with what you share like it's uh, some people aren't comfortable with sharing things and this is where uh, I always say to people when you're writing things like that if it is a personal story just like do a big brain dump and get it all down on paper or computer whichever your tool is that you're using just get it all down because it's actually helping you heal doing that getting it all out not leaving it inside so then you can sift through what stays and what doesn't yeah and often I'm sure you find this too in that in the stage after so after the outline what that what's the next step is is then writing the book starting to yeah then you start to so the outline yeah you've got your chapters your subtopics so then what you do is pretty much what you, with the subtopics you work out you, you probably get maybe two to four topics subtopics per chapter could be more there's no magic number but um I think if you get two to four but at least four makes it a good size chapter then and then what you do is you just write that particular topic. You might wake up and go, right, I'm going to write about chapter one, topic two. And you write that part of it. And then, you know, the next day you might feel like you want to write chapter three instead. And then you might come back to chapter one and do topic, subtopic three. 
But eventually what happens, once you write all those subtopics, all of a sudden you've written the chapter. Yeah, 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 I agree. And and but, as you said, it just before that question, actually coming back to it, and now we're backtracking a little bit, but it all makes sense in the grand scheme of things. And that's how actually book writing goes too. Exactly. It's exactly how we have this conversation. So you you often in the first draft have, this is from what I've experienced, is a lot, there's often a lot of content. You just get the first draft down and it's it's yeah. everything that, that comes out is on paper now. It just comes out and and only the next stage will we then go in. And there's often a lot of that first draft that won't even go into the end book I have found. Yes, correct. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I've also found that some people start writing their book and they're just not gelling with it. Like they're not connecting to the book. So I have a lot of people that maybe get halfway through even and go, it's just not working like something's not right so then all of a sudden you know we'll have a conversation around that and then they go oh I know exactly what I should be writing about and they start a whole new different topic a whole new book but it's obviously been important for them to do what they had done so far so it hasn't been a waste because it still is helpful absolutely with with our second book perception we wrote it Chris and I wrote it, co-wrote it together in Mexico. We went down to Mexico to a place called Next Bar where there was just not too much distraction except for surf, which is usually the biggest distraction for us. (laughs) And we wrote the first draft roughly. We wrote every day. We either surfed or wrote. And we we wrote a lot. Sort of had the first draft roughly done. Came back to Sydney and you know let it sit there for a bit and then went over it again and then we found that it actually needs a whole rewrite so we almost threw everything out (laughs) and started again and went back to the post-it note strategy again and we're like actually some things don't just it just does it's not quite the book yet that we want to publish and we Mm. probably added another six to 12 months to the process just doing that yeah, exactly. And that's the thing I think people, a lot of people steer away from writing a book because it, it is, it's not a, an easy thing to do. Uh, it, I mean, it can be, but, you know, if it really flows well and it's the right, you know, the topic that, you know, inside and out and you're very passionate about, then it won't take you that long. So you need to say, so please, yeah, I'm trying to not put people off of going, oh, that sounds too hard. I don't want to do that because it, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. And then your other point that you made also is in, you can make, you may start writing your sub chapters and then suddenly you realize, oh, now I have a chapter. I did that also in my third book, The Courage Map. I, I had all the topics laid out and the chapters. And then I just, depending on which, which topic I was feeling in the morning, my, my, my writing time was usually early in the morning before everybody was up and with whichever what I was feeling I would go yep I'm feeling like talking about this topic that's what I'm writing about exactly yeah Yeah. now I did that with my books yeah I'd wake up and go "Mm, I'm up to chapter three which is about Facebook and I'd be like yeah not feeling Facebook today (laughs) but I wouldn't mind writing about blogging so I'd write about blogging so yeah yeah not feeling about Facebook any day, so I'm just going to explain no. the chapter. No. <laughs> I agree, but anyway. <laughs> so actually on that note, sometimes people talk about this thing called writer's block. Do you believe in writer's block? And if so, what do you recommend people do? Okay, so yes, it's definitely a thing. 
And so uh, I've got a few few ways of doing it. I've actually got a 30-day free writing challenge uh, that people can sign up for and pretty much they get a prompt one for every day for 30 days. And it's amazing how that helps with writer's block. So that is one thing. The other thing is to start, just try and start writing something. If nothing comes, just keep repeating the same word. And then all of a sudden your subconscious will kick in and you'll find that it'll start to happen. But the other thing is that don't write when you're not in the mood. Like you need to actually feel like writing because if you get up and go, oh, I have to do it, you're not going to do a good job. And that doesn't matter whether that's writing or in just in business or life in general. You know, yeah. you're better walking away from it and coming back to it and doing it when your mind's clear and relaxed and, you know, comfortable writing. Yeah. From my experience and, and what I often suggest also people do is is use the Nike catchphrase, just do it. And even for myself, again, like the 30 day, I would, you know, maybe have the challenge where I would say, okay, for the next 30 days, every day, mm. every day. I'm going to write a thousand words or 500 words or whatever the target was. And I won't go to bed until I've written those 500 or a thousand words, no matter how good or bad they are. It was just, it's like with anything in life, it's just getting into this habit and mm-hmm. just sitting down. And even if actually, even if I didn't feel like it, because the, the thing is, if I buy into the story that I don't feel like it every day, I, which I will, then every day I won't write. But if I just go, no. I'm sitting down and I'm writing 500 words. Some days, suddenly the unconscious, as you say, kicked in and then the copy turned good. Some days, the thing that I wrote will not get published. But at least I got into the habit and almost like, you know, maybe after the 30 days or even after 10 days, suddenly it became easier. It does. Yeah, it does. Exactly. Because you're exercising the muscles, you know, in your brain uh, and body to, to, you know, that, oh, this is, you know, this is how that works. And, and and it does. It then becomes a habit, but a good habit. Exactly. Um, I'm thinking, so so we've done the, what's the end goal? We've done the outline and then starting to write the book. And then what's the next step? So once, then, then you need to get it proofread. Now, I do recommend that you yeah, get family and friends to read it, but the end at the very end, you need to actually get it professionally done because, it, you know, some family and friends will not be honest with you and say, well, yeah, this it's no good or, you know, that they'll just go, oh, yes, it's lovely when it's not. So, you know, you do need that professional, you know, set of eyes to look over it. So that that would be the next step. Yeah, and and I would even say before the proofreading, there's quite a long phase. Well, at least for for my books, there have been quite a phase of editing and also working with a professional Mm. editor. Yes, Yes. before the proofreading. So there was there was that. That's probably for from my experience that has been probably some of the most intense work is the editing phase because now you've written this thing and then you give it to a professional and then they muck it up you know obviously not muck it up they make it better but in your head you're like oh really and then you have to go over these you know fifty thousand words again and again and again yeah then once you're ready then the proofreader comes yeah so well you can do yes um because we have like proofreaders editors so you can uh do yeah 
do that um in the order that you were saying as well but I think you're with your editing you're talking about going through all the copy and making sure that it's all in the right place and is that what yours yeah and that the structure is right you know sometimes we would we yep. would remove a chapter or move it somewhere else yep yeah or add a new chapter yeah so yeah so that would be uh yes you would either if you're working on your own yes you would get someone to have a look at it if you're working with a coach like myself then we would be going through that constantly making sure and then we do that one final check through and then yes it would get proofread then um, once that's done, it gets uh, formatted into, you know, a, an actual book so that it's ready to then go and get printed. Yeah, awesome. Now, last question I have is what do you think makes a good book? I honestly think it needs to resonate with the reader. It needs to be something the reader's looking for. Um, so, So if it's a business book, then of course, you know, it, you need to make it so that it's it's what people are looking for. Like there's no point writing a book about, and I always use my dog cat analogy. So there's no point writing a book about cats if the audience prefer dogs. So you need to, you know, uh, and that, a good way to sort of judge too is like magazines. Like if a magazine is printed on a particular topic, it means there's there is an audience for that topic. So you do need to make sure that yeah, it, it is that. Now, as far as personal stories and like business books can have personal stories in them as well, because I, I feel that that connects more with people than being just purely business. I I I would much rather know the person behind the business. So I think that that little bit of personal story needs to come into it uh, I believe that that makes it a better book and of course personal ones if they're about people's lives then you and if they've been through something quite um, traumatic you you'll find that there will be people out there that have been through or going through the same thing and they will then go, oh, my goodness, I'm not alone in this. Because when people are going through it, they feel like they're alone and no one else has, you know, ever gone through what I'm going through. But when you read a book and see a book that where someone's like, oh, my goodness, yeah, that, that's exactly what I went through or I'm going through. So it's very helpful. So I hope Great. that helps answer. Yeah, awesome. Is there any other question that I didn't ask that that, I should ask or that you would like to answer? I think we pretty much covered the steps to, yeah, getting started and getting it all done. I mean, of course, it, there's a lot involved in, in doing all those steps, but I think we covered pretty much all the steps. Awesome. So for anyone listening, if you want to find out more, you can also check out Author Academy. And as always, thank you, Sue, for joining us here today and for anyone listening thank you so much for tuning in and can't wait to connect again next time to get more from basic bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing visit basicbananas.com